Welcome to What the Fuck Did I Just Read, the tech sales and marketing edition. This is going to be a blast. This isn't just a podcast to have a conversation. This is a podcast to affect change. It's kind of our outlet for therapy to just let it rip. All right. That's loads of fun. I love I'm get, that. It's freaking getting used awesome. To, getting used to the <laughs> intro. All righty. We, we are back. Welcome to What the Fuck Did I Just Read? Tech Sales and Marketing Edition. I'm your co-host, Danny Wolf. And I am the willing cohort, Chris Roberts. All right, Chris. Welcome back. <laughs> Hopefully on a stable internet this time. Last year, last week was uh, was a shit show to say the least, but it was loads of fun. Oh, yeah, that it was. That it was. That, well, I mean, it's going to be interesting. This this week, I'm actually at the office, so uh, we will have live intros into the CISO's inbox. But uh, behind me uh, is um, part of part of the mock-up for the uh, the main jets, like all of its the the fun stuff that we're building. Yeah, you can't see much. My oh. head's in the way, and that's about it. So it's it's like the interior stuff that we're going to start that's being designed. It's kind of cool, kind of fun. That's awesome. Well, we'll uh, cross fingers, make sure uh, tech no tech issues will occur this week. Uh, thanks to those who came on last week to save the day. We gracefully navigated those technical challenging waters uh but um i mean that's what it's about i loved i love the initiative i love people coming on asking questions and just really leaning in so this is this is why we're doing it and we're gonna do a redo this week right we're going to dig into calendar bombing once more i want you to dig up that email because we didn't finish that build up and i want to i want to kind of redo that um this week and then we have another little gem that uh landed in the wtf inbox this week and your your inbox actually which transferred over to my inbox the acronym email so (laughs) that's going to be fun this is going to be a fun session we're going to talk about calendar bombing and acronyms and so before we hit that off right or kick that off how are you doing in general? How are things going? I know that you're in office this uh, this week. What's what's happening in your in your world? Uh, it's busy. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, from a work perspective, there's a lot of good stuff going on. I mean, we are we've actually got some pretty fun stuff. Like inside the boom side of the world, we're sending out the experimental jet heads to Mojave for its for all of its flight testing starting soon, which is kind of cool. Uh, some good stuff there. Um, it's been a long weekend for a bunch of folks, so that's been nice. Uh, end of year, all the end of year stuff. Personal stuff, a little bit more challenging. Um, I'm going to put a post out about that somewhere. I uh, got an informal diagnostics of uh, uh, from the mental health state. So um, we'll see where that goes. Um, it's, uh, it's not brilliant, but um, it is what it is, and... Apparently, I am. I've been officially certified as clinically depressed, so I've got to figure all that shit out and see what's going on. Dig into the brain. So we'll see. Um, just some rough stuff with HHS as well. Yeah. Um, you know, that's it. You know, it's interesting because I mean, there's so many people like, oh my gosh, you're a CISO, you've made it, everything's fun, everything's fantastic, and top of the game. And it's like, mm, no, no, it's it's still as much of a shit show up here as it is anywhere else in the industry. So yeah, yeah. Well, you you know where to find me. You know my you have my number. You know where I live. I just come it. over, come over for some chatting and and mm-hmm. you know whatever you need. No. Let me know. Ping I'll figure me. it out. I mean, it's it is it's tough. Um, I don't know. I mean, shit. I had to look it up. I had to Google what the hell clinical depression is. And I'm reading through the whole thing, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. This is um, yeah. You know, ticking the boxes and all that good stuff. So we'll see. Uh, I. This is one of those things, though, that, you know, I'm, I'm A, not good asking for help. I'm B, not good taking help either. But this yeah. is one of those where apparently I can't dig myself out of my own hole on this one. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I have to go find somebody to go talk with and figure it all out. Yeah. Well, and hopefully, you know, these sessions help out kind of release some of it. <laughs> some of the stress. You know, this is, it's this. And I mean, you know, with Ryan, Evan, and I, we used to do the shit show. And I think mm-hmm. you're going to help us probably get that back up and running again. Mm-hmm. But I think they do help. It's 
it's a way of trying to make sense of things. It's a way of, you know, I mean, the, the inbox, I mean, the inbox is peppered on a daily basis with just with, with bullshit. I mean, there's some good stuff in there, but sifting through it is, is a mind numbing, frustrating task that you continually want to scream. I mean, I, especially at the moment, the way I'm feeling at the moment, you know, on one hand, I want to pick up the laptop and just see how far I can freaking frisbee the damn thing. <laughs> but on the other hand, I mean, I want to retort to so much of these, which isn't healthy either. This is where I think this is a better, a better forum to more in a more um, moderated and moderate manner try to affect change rather than just flame the living snot out of somebody unfortunately yeah well uh speaking of flaming the living snot out of people shall we transition into the teardowns oh my gosh yeah which one do you want to do first do we want to do the acronym hell or do you want to finish off that muppet from the other week i'd like to close the loop on the muppet from the other week um mr muppet and calendar bombing, and then we could go into acronyms and then build those up. Yeah. And then we can get into some live Q&A. So, audience, if you have some questions for me or Chris, please get those prepped and let me know if you want to come on. We'll bring you on live. Or if you don't want to come on live and you're feeling too shy today, I will read that out for us and we will dig in. So Totally. Let's go. Uh, so where do we get to? I mean, we started talking about that. Uh, we started talking about it. So I think we'll do a brief summary because I think some people maybe remember it and we'll kind of go from there. The basic premise of this message was was quite simply, um, you know, it, it, it was an inbound, you know, no, no previous notice, no nothing else, but it was an inbound. It was an inbound email as well as an inbound calendar invite. So now I got a two-pronged attack. You know, and it was like, hi, you know, uh, where is it? I run a boot. Uh, hi, Chris. It's weird, but with the development recruiting spamming you, I'm getting to know your attention should require something creative and out of the inbox. I'm like, all right. And, and to some degree, it's actually a fairly disarming opening. There's a level of credit on the disarming opening. Those sometimes are like, okay, I'll read a little bit further. Then you get to the next one, which is, okay, I run a boutique staffing firm. And at which point the alarm bell starts going off. Because you went from disarming openings straight into sales. I'm like, oh, this shit ain't good. Um, and then it's like, I've got a 30-day no-bill guarantee, at which point the second set of alarm bells go off. Because if you're giving me something for free for 30 days or a no-bill guarantee for 30 days, now I have other questions and other concerns and other problems. It's one of the things I learned early on not necessarily in the CISO, but building a couple of companies and running a couple of companies has been, you just don't discount. You know, if you believe and you stand behind your product as much as you stand behind, as long as it's a fair price, you're not being an asshole about it. But if you stand behind your fair product on this one, then you charge what you what what you should be charging. End of conversation. If people don't want to pay it, yeah, such is life. Then it's life. It is what it is. Uh, and we got to this the thirty bill no card, and then we got the, the the one that just was like, okay, now we're dead. Please excuse the red herring invite. Hmm. Here's my calendar to grab a time that actually works for you. And that was the, that was the, that to me was like that. I'm done. That's where I responded. And I sent it, I forwarded it on to you. And it was like, Danny, <laughs> this one's going on the show. You presume, you assume, you, th not only have you invaded my email, not only have you taken up service space in my email, but now you've attacked my calendar as well. And my calendar is is pretty busy. You know, my, it's pretty busy, and it isn't just busy between work calendar. But think about it as well. I have a work calendar. I have a personal calendar. I have an HHS calendar, and then I have other stuff like events calendars and everything. Else. So I tend to juggle three or four calendars. The only one place that they all come together is actually on my iPad. Everything else I maintain absolute separation on. So my work stuff never hits home, and all the other good stuff. So now you hit my calendar without without even knowing what's on it, without even assuming to know whether there's free time on there, without even understanding what the heck my, what the calendars mean to many of us. And then not only do you hit my calendar, you hit it at like six thirty at night, 
or 6.33 to be precise, so 6.43. First and foremost, my ADHD brain just hates that because you, you've gone into the middle of numbers. Now, secondly, you put a 10-minute thing. And then third one, it really is one of those where it's like, hey, that's 6.30 at night. You should never assume that somebody is willing to work those hours. You know, if they And I've, got, I've made it very clear online a number of times. My work hours, <laughs> my work hours used to be like 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., then uh 10 p.m until like two three four in the morning that's screwed up at the moment this last week has been absolute terrible it's been i've been waking up at about four o'clock in the morning so i've been working from like 4 a.m until about uh, five six p.m then food and i've been in bed these last week i've been in bed like eight nine o'clock at night and nine nine ten and then waking back up at like anywhere from two to four o'clock in the morning so sleep's a bit messed up should we say but you assume that i'm willing to basically take a call with you during the middle of dinner time i mean 6 30 in the evening for most people is typically either dinner time or it's about to be dinner time or if you're in europe you're getting ready to go out to dinner and that just so many so many things wrong with making an assumption there and the red herring stuff and everything. so yeah that that was the that was the final part of the grenade that got thrown over. And then just the assumptive, just the assumptions. I, I hate, you know, and then here's my company website. Um, here's my questions and here's my email. I'm like, you already gave me your email, the freaking calendar, but you don't need to put it in the stupid thing again. Repetitive rubbish. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that was not a pretty one, should we assume? Yeah. And then we had, we had a beautiful one uh, this week. That came in. <laughs> Head scratches there. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. I'm going to read this. I'm just going to read this out. I'll make sure I take the, the company name out. All right. So we're going to read this whole thing. Uh, uh, we'll start off with the title of the thing. The title was, Hey, Chris, are you looking for a VAPT service provider? And we'll get into everything in a second. V-A-P-T. Hi, Chris. I visited your LinkedIn profile. So, okay, you went to my LinkedIn profile, you visited it, and I saw you're the CISO of Boom Supersonic. Congratulations, you've done the first level of Intel. A key responsibility as a CISO within your organization is to provide guidance on your cybersecurity program on a strategic level. Da, 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 da. Okay, not a bad assumption for what a CISO should do. That's that's fair. We see a lot of CISOs asking questions such as, what is the most reliable VAPT service provider? I'm actually going to halt here. I have no clue what the hell VAPT is. I thought VAPT was vaping. I, I figured that somebody was just trying to sell me a vaping product at this. You know, you're a CISO, you're under duress, we're just going to sell you a vape. You know, we'll, we'll fill it full of any kind of happy damn, happy damn chemicals for you. I, I, I had to Google VAPT. I still can't remember what the hell it is. We'll figure that one out in a second. Anyway, choosing the best penetration testing service provider company is not an easy task actually it is the nice thing about if you'd have actually if you'd have actually rather than just visiting my linkedin profile had have actually read my linkedin profile your sorry ass would have actually seen that oh i don't know maybe i've built three or four pen testing companies maybe i've worked for some of the best nickerson and the Laris crew maybe i might know a few people in this industry that i go hey i need a pen test and you know a, a bunch of hands go up so we'll hold on to that one because yeah sorry ass didn't do your basic intel uh, you have to ensure they follow best processes, methodologies, and tools. No, I asked them what they follow. If they follow, you know, the open source methodologies or whatever. Yeah, anyway, that one. Let me introduce you to company name. We are India's most reliable pen testing service. So, okay, here's the other thing your, your Muppety person didn't actually figure out on this one. We're Boom Supersonic. We are building some really interesting stuff, like crazy stuff that's behind me that you can't see because my head's in the way and all this kind of good stuff. We're not allowed to let a lot of this stuff out of the country, let alone people who are outside of the country, including this one with a funny language, with a, with a funny, with a funny accent, into some of the stuff. So you're making a pretty decent assumption on here, anyway. So providing company providing VAPT services, I still don't know what the hell VAPT is. You haven't even taken the time to explain to me. I mean, I'm assuming value-added penetration test. I can't actually remember if that's right. Somebody in the audience will have to tell me this. Our company can help you with performance pen testing of your company's software and provide the vulnerability report with mitigating steps. 
Okay. If you're interested in learning more, we'll be able to help secure your company's applications. I mean, that's another one. You are making some really interesting promises without understanding the company, understanding the organization, understanding what the heck we're doing and everything else. You, you, this is where that whole over-promise, under-deliver comes in. Not not pretty at all. And then let me know what your account looks like. So anyway, that was uh, that was our man, the CEO of, of whatever the hell a vaping company is. Shall we take a vapting break? Oh, my God. <laughs> Gosh, good, good. Yeah, I tell you, we're taking a vapting break, and I really want to make a. So, on the way back from my travels, uh, where was I last week? We before last, wherever the heck. Yeah, there we just googled exactly. When you've got to Google the acronym, you know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, I feel like we need to take a break. I um, on the way back from the Middle East last week, whenever the heck it was, I stopped in. I was actually in London. I went to see Mum briefly, which is really needed uh but i stopped in at uh, fortnum and mason's in the middle of uh london heathrow and i picked up some lapsang souchong tea so that's tea mm. in the office today and and biscuits oh proper bloody biscuits not just one tin of biscuits well tea biscuits puppies and vapting is totally welcome <laughs> On the call, so anybody who wants to don't know what vapting is. I I mean, it's yeah. I mean, we uh, we were always taught, always taught. uh, If you are going to use an acronym, the very first time you use it, especially in a a report, is you spell out what it is. Yeah, Uh, I got nothing. I mean, when you have to Google, it's like a bunch of other people on the audience have had to Google it as well. Because, and I'm glad somebody said it, vulnerability assessment and pen testing. I thought it was just value-added pen testing. I love somebody mm-hmm. just put it. Where was it? Uh, where I just lost it. There we go. James said it. Vapting just means running Nessus to manually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sarcasm dripping off of that response. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, not pretty. Not pretty at all. All right. So, so building it up, recap real quick. I, I think it's a number of things. So, in, in fact, actually, on, butter, on, on, on both of these ones, it, it behooves people to do some basic recon. I mean, we've said it, and I think we're going to say this on probably most of them, which probably isn't a bad thing, because eventually, maybe with some folks, it will sink in. But some basic recon, mm-hmm. for goodness sakes. I mean, when you, when you make an assumption, uh, the standard is you make an assumption, you make an ass out of you and me. Well, unfortunately, in a lot of the stuff, when you're making an assumption based off of something that you've read on the internet, you're making an ass out of you without actually asking the question. So, if we go back to if we go back to the, the boutique, the boutique recruiting organization, a simple and bad message with like, "Hey, I want to do something different," and then maybe something different, and they're going, "Hey." If you're up for it, love to have a conversation. If it's relevant, hey, I saw, because, I mean, I've got it in my LinkedIn profile. I've actually put a couple of times where we've been looking for bodies for, for Boom. And, like, and, and even just something simple like, hey, I see that you're doing your own recruiting stuff. How's it going? Any pros and cons? Would maybe love to have a conversation if time's appropriate to see what you're doing tactics-wise and if we can help it. Something as simple as that is perfectly acceptable. Um. Or, you know, even even just even a little bit of humor, inject some humor into it. Like, hey, you know, uh, I mean, I, the Frankenstein thing is always a fun to me. It's like, it's alive. You know, it's like, I have made another recruit for your industry. Are you interested in pulling the switch? Just some stupid shit like that would be fun. But presuming that you can go on my calendar with just an assumptive, hey, I'm just going to chuck something on them, and we can sort it out afterwards. You've assumed, you've pissed me off, you've chucked something on my calendar that, by the way, this calendar propagates onto like four other devices. And let's face it, calendaring in the 40 years we've been working in IT has yet to actually work successfully. So now I'm going to have to strip it off of probably two of those devices, tell the other two devices it's not possible, and then wait for the reminder to turn up that I actually have to tell it to sod off. So you've got all of these bloody things you've now made me do based off of one of your red herring assumptions. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we get to vapting. (laughs) I... Our industry is full of acronyms, and, and that's not going away because they just are. But if... If, if your audience has to Google what you are talking about, and by the way, if anybody in the audience is going, well, you should know that you're a CISO, you should know exactly what vapting is. 
Uh, no, um, because I, I actually speak English. Uh, I speak English. Uh, I speak business. I do actually speak tech. I, I can speak geek. But I shouldn't have to actually read up on every acronym that somebody keeps coming up with every single darn day. Yeah. And so it's definitely is one of those where um, I just, again, back to that simple intel. And even Dave, um, Dave says it perfectly, which is if you're not doing basic intel, then, hey, I looked at your profile. Great. You looked at it. First and foremost, write in my profile, my, my, even my header. Let me just look at my bloody header on my profile. <clears throat> my header on my profile, CISO, Senior Director, Boom Supersonic, Researcher and Hacker, approach carefully with mm-hmm. Team Biscuits. What approach carefully? Maybe I just need to change that. Maybe that's just too subtle. Maybe I just need to put in there, don't sell me shit. Try not to sell me shit. Step away from the selling me. You know, I, but I shouldn't have to. Approach carefully means do your research. Yeah. You know, it even says it. If you actually look up the about me, if you actually read in, you know, it's the it's the fourth paragraph. Hey, happy to connect and talk and discuss what we can all do to affect change, to collaborate. I prefer folks didn't use this form to sell me things. Yeah. Um, and I do come with warning labels. You know, I put it in there. If y'all actually spend 30 seconds and read the damn profile, I, I've given you the blueprint on how to talk with me. Yeah. In fact, I've probably given you the blueprint. I had to talk with everybody. In worst case scenario, you'll see that Danny and I sit down every single bloody week going through this. You'd think that that you might watch one of these and go, ooh, need to approach mm-hmm. this one cautiously. Mm-hmm. I think we should actually start sending these to, <laughs> to, the, to the, the senders in your inbox. Hey, by the way, thanks for I, the and the yeah, content. Think, here's a subscribe button. Subscribe. Yeah, you need it. Exactly. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Nothing, unfortunately. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. I, I wish if people would actually pay attention on this one. Yeah, somebody just put it. And uh, where is it? Somebody just, uh, I'm, I can't, I'm looking at the thing, but I'm looking at it wrong. I have no clue what's going on. Yeah, somebody just said it. They're like, hey, I give people, there you go. Yeah, so um, Maria says it. I give people a play-by-play on how to approach me. Yeah. Exactly, uh, and I think that's actually the first indication. You know, for me, that's a, if somebody hasn't, if somebody hasn't done that, then 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 it's like, why are we even having a conversation? Yeah, you know, and this this goes back to that. I mean, you and I have lamented on this a number of times that it's quantity, not quality, in too many cases, and the, in, in unfortunately, the entire uh, a lot of the sales and marketing industry is very much quantity over quality. Yeah. Yeah. It's those metrics. We, we, we kind of touched on that last week. It's those metrics yeah. that, that we're being, um, you know, measured on that aren't correct. Um, it's interesting that you say, you know, like, oh, well, people do anything about this. And I, I when I was over at Cyber Marketing Con a couple of weeks ago during the talk, I mean, our the way we met was largely the inspiration of the talk. Poking the bear was the, the premise. Um you know, I, I gave that, you know, the analogy, you could take the red pill or the blue pill, right? You could, what was it? The red pill that, you know, you go back to your bed and continue as things are. Most mm-hmm. are taking the red pill because c- it's the most comfortable thing to do these days. It's easier to do that. Just go back the way things things are, keep it on autopilot, quantity over quality, or you can go down the rabbit hole and really take a look at reality. And And I think more are starting to take that blue pill not enough and this is the whole point of this this session right these sessions is is to have more people take that blue pill and and go down the rabbit hole and see the real world and where where it takes you um i think we need to i think we need to oh yeah i i should do bear poking merch (laughs) i should do right now we only have the stickers but maybe we should do we should do like a a joint audience first hhs merch like merch store or something like that oh my gosh that would be a hoot yeah that would be a hoot um yeah the poke the bear i mean there's yeah i mean that's yeah we could have some fun with that one some good graphical fun with that one but i think it's you know and, and you've hit it it's I don't expect things to change overnight. I absolutely don't. Um, and I do hope, and I've actually seen some interesting posts by this. I actually, I get uh, probably in my in my direct messages from folks on LinkedIn, I'm getting a fairly regular flow of people like, hey, 
we watched the podcast with Danny and you and, hey, I've taken this back or I've thought about this or we've affected change or we're looking at the messaging. So I think it behooves us to keep going on these. No two ways about it. I do love the idea. In fact, I think a few folks in here will like, yeah, send them the videos and Kristen said it, which is I don't want to be an ass about it and say, hey, this video was all about you. But at the same time, I think it, it probably does. It probably not a bad idea on those ones. To, actually, I could probably set up as an auto rule. If this has ended up in the spam inbox and you have a an, an, an invitation to subscribe, there's probably something you've done wrong. You know, I'm going to interject and say you're not. I mean, this is by far this is not being an asshole. This is the complete opposite. Like this is gold in like on a, you know, on a silver platter for you. I mean, who's taking one hour out of their day every single week to tear it down. And again, we emphasize most importantly, the alternative here, like how do we build it back up? What's the alternative? How do we do better? Like that's the whole point of this, of this collaboration is for us to come come to the mm. table. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Okay. Yeah, no, this is a good yeah. one. I, I want to bring Avishai. I want to bring Avishai on. Avishai, are you down for us to bring Avishai? Avi, uh, that's a beautiful one. I've had yeah. two of those in this last, in the last two weeks, one a week. Yeah. Um, oh, sales managers and leaders. Yeah. You know, actually I like that one from Kate as well. Yeah. It's, okay. uh, I think, yeah. So to your point, I don't ever want this to be seen <laughs> As an ass, as an ass thing, I, I don't ever want it to be like somebody looking and go, "Wow, you're you're just being mean and nasty to people." That's why I think, for the most part, we try to keep the names out of it. I mean, yes, there are a few times it'll slip, but for the most part, I don't want to name names. I don't want to be that ass. I, I I've done it a few times. I've unfortunately, there have been a couple of times online when I've just left the entire letter in and to heck with it, and and that has resulted in a few people getting kind of getting um, getting hit pretty hard by the community that I know. So I try to avoid that because I don't want that. I don't want people fighting my fight, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I want people with us. I want people taking the messages and carrying them in a positive way. Yeah. Um, as opposed to just beating up on one person. Because it is, I mean, and I think this is it. Kate said it perfectly. Kate, Kate said it really nicely on here, which is it isn't necessarily just... It isn't the soldiers. It's actually the leaders that need to be taken outside and slapped upside the head with a wet haddock because they're the ones that are saying, you know, you need to do 100 calls. You need to do this. I need to see this. I want to see metrics. I want to see this. I want to see this. I want to see 10 meetings. Great. You'll get a meeting with me. I'll probably blow the damn thing off. And the one meeting I'll enjoy going to is somebody who basically sends me a picture of a, a packet of biscuits and a cup of tea and says, hey, you got 10 minutes to just pick your brains on something. Great. Done. Yeah. Exactly. All right. I want to get into the Q&A because we are almost halfway through the hour. And mm. this is some good stuff here. And I know we have three You had some of- Q&As from last time. Did you have yeah. some Q&As from last time? I oh, had, hang I- on. While you're, t- while you're looking for those, I'm going to fill everybody in on... Has it started? It hasn't started. <gasps> it has started. Brazil, Switzerland, nil nil. By the way, for those Ooh. of you who are watching, twenty-seven okay. minutes in. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why haven't Brazil scored? I say this is a travesty. I do <laughs> love the fact. Sorry, complete scroll moment for a second. Having watched the World Cup, bits. Of, I'm so I haven't actually watched any games completely through. To give Fox some credit, this is the one time in my life I will probably give Fox News some credit. Fox is doing a really nice job of putting like the the three to five minutes worth of excerpts on YouTube. So I'm watching them there, and I'm watching the live reporting from the BBC. So I have like it's the old teletext for those of you that go back to your hair's grey. It's like the teletext version of of that that I'm watching, which is actually kind of good stuff. So anyway, squirrels, um, the football's been fantastic. It's actually been really nice seeing a bunch of the underdogs kicking some ass. I'm like. Yes. Yeah. All right. We're all about so underdogs. We Sorry. No, squirreling is all right. We've, I mean, seriously, I should start listing all the animals we talk about on all our sessions. You but had right some previous ones do. that you wanted yeah. to go through, though, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I Before we get into the previous ones, I actually want to touch on uh, Ooh. personalized video personalized video messages. Good. Any thoughts? Re- Yes, uh, yes. Uh, people like that need to be taken out, hung, drawn, quartered, sliced and diced, covered <laughs> probably in some kind of good paste and then deep fried. Um, yeah, let's have a comp. Neymar is, yeah, no. Yeah, all right, sorry, squirrel, total squirrel moments. Um, 
Yeah, well, the personalized video messages suck. Uh, let's just start with the easy one. They really absolutely suck because you know they're not personalized. I mean, they are, but they're not. Um, I, I've had a couple now. I, I had somebody who keeps sending me like the same one and it's 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 on the piece of paper and it's chris i did this oh you know what i had one ages ago mm-hmm. oh and it really annoyed the hell out of me because it was hey my kid drew this for you and um it was oh i know what it was it was like hey we were talking about flight and my kid drew this for you and, and i got this picture it was actually kind of a cool little kid picture of an airplane and everything else and then i talked to three other people inside the organization who got exactly the same message and exactly the same picture and then i talked to a few other peers in the industry and then others and i'm like no i when you bring kids into into your own personal marketing advertising and try to tug on those heartstrings of mine you've just done exactly yeah what the fresh hell exactly oh yeah it was bad it was not good at all i was um yeah i was not happy i i I was pretty pissed about the whole thing because you tug it on heartstrings now you're tugging on that emotional it's the emotional side of the world which which as which as an attacker you know if i'm an adversary and i'm attacker that's what i'm doing my job on that one is to tug on your emotions to basically make you do something that's emotionally inspired as opposed to intelligently inspired and this is exactly what it did so this is mimicking exactly what adversaries and attackers and criminals are doing so at which point in time i'm like huh so sales and marketing becomes a criminal industry nice Avi. Oh my gosh. Avi's hey. here to, to touch bait. Yeah. So I hope you feel better, Avi. I know that you've been under for, for a little bit already. Yeah. <clears throat> Travel does it for you every time, right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Avi, why don't you introduce yourself? I know who you are, but why don't you introduce yourself to to the rest of the audience here and, and maybe you have a little bit of thoughts on on your your question about personalization in videos. Sure. I'm I'm uh, the sister with Safe Reach. Um I've been through a variety of uh, uh, large companies in my past, and <clears throat> to echo what Chris is saying, and you know what you've been covering, I mean, some of the uh, approaches have been just ridiculous. That my my inbox is completely packed with messages. I, I sent one to uh, to the email address that um, uh, someone was trying to get a hold of me for uh, compliance, and they said, "Oh, I looked at your website and I couldn't find anything about your compliance uh, or security posture." I'm like, then you didn't see the security link and a whole portal that's just about that. So, <clears throat> again, that first level of intelligence, okay, I checked out your website, but then what? You didn't really look into any details. Um, but going back to the, the personalized video messages, aside from anything else, I mean, clicking on a link to open a video to a security vendor, by the way. That doesn't sound like a bad idea at all. So, It's, it's one of those where, you know, and it's frustrating because we spend an eternity, and actually the personal video one, that fits in with some of the other stuff. It's like when you're on the first email, you send in like the company portfolio, a bunch of white papers and a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm like, now you've just done it. Cause when you're sending me a video, so not only have you filled up my, my email and taken up, you know, X amount of space on my darn server or my, on my, on my cloud server with your flipping videos. Oh, by the way, now you're making an assumption given last week's shenanigans. Now you're making an assumption. I'm on a stable broadband network and I'm not traveling. Abby, you know this. Danny, you know this. When you're traveling, more often than not, you're restricted. The last thing I need to be doing is downloading a freaking personalized business on a network that's that pipe that's that big when I'm trying to get critical emails down. So you've got that high side of it. Then exactly over to your point, we spend so long trying to help educate our entire user base, click responsibly or think before you click or hover before you click or question before you click. Yeah, as in a, as our own industry to our own people, we send out so much darn stuff that people just are expected to click on all the time. 100%. Yeah. All right. Uh, actually, one more thing on a personalized video. Uh, I actually got one on LinkedIn. Um, I don't know if you've had the LinkedIn ones. I yeah, I hadn't had a LinkedIn one before, and it was, uh, you know, it was another one of these. It was, hey, I created this for you. I hope you enjoy it. Look forward to having a conversation. So, very disarming. The internal message was actually very, very disarming. 
and then you click i actually did click on the video because i'm like i'm intrigued and i did it on the ipad so if there was anything malicious it was ipad based not computer based um and it started off as like hey chris this is for you da, 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 da. i'm with and i'm like oh no please don't don't do it don't do it and you can just feel that edge of the cliff <laughs> and it sales and it was actually a recruiting company and i'm like oh you're then it was double disarming because it was female as well so it was like mm -hmm. a double set of disarmaments it was and it was really bloody frustrating um so i end up sending back a message saying hey i watched the first 30 seconds and it was sales i'm sorry that's if you'd actually read my profile that's not how i work right. yeah all right davi thank you for the question and thanks for coming on feel better i know you've, yeah. you've been here already three times three weeks i think you were here for the first inaugural episode and last week as well i, I, I enjoy these chats they're great i love me. it thank you and thank appreciate it hope you feel better soon as well from the travels yeah. Have a good one. Take care, Avi. All right. We have a great question actually from last week. I think it was from last week. No, it was from two sessions ago even, from our first live, I'm pretty sure. All right, go for um, it. And this ties into uh, Tracy's second question. Now, I'm not going to bring Tracy on because last week there were technical issues with her network as well, her internet connection. So I'm going to read this out for her. Uh, and we're going to break this question down into two because she they, they tie together, but they're two separate questions, essentially. Free. Everyone loves free. Forget the coffee and asking the person to take time. Offer a free assessment or free no, service no, to prove yourself. No, no, Let's talk no. about why not. Uh, Go. Because, let, okay, let's start with the easy one. Nothing is free. Mm -hmm. I, I mean... Maybe this is the cynic in me. So let, let's just take a step back. Maybe this is the cynic in me. And maybe this is also a moral and ethical thing. Mm -hmm. So a perfect example, pen testing. So if you come up to me and say, hey, I, I will give you a free pen test. So there's a few things. One, first and foremost, if you're actually going to do a penetration test on, say, this organization properly, that's a thirty to $50,000 engagement. Okay, let's, let's just be, and I know it because I'm, we're doing some bids on stuff. That's a thirty to $50,000 engagement to do it properly. That's external, internal, and a few other things. Okay, so that's first and foremost. Secondly, nobody's going to give that away for free uh, unless they know that there's more to it because trying to get that, especially a smaller organization, maybe the IBMs of this world and the other ones that have got more money than, than, than average, let's face it, but nobody's giving that away for free. Secondly, free isn't free because I can't just say, yeah, go ahead and do a pen test. I've got to go through legal. I have to go through contracts. I have to make sure that you're using U.S. people and U.S. organizations and, and, and. There is time and effort on my part to allow you to do anything free for me because it isn't. Because let's say you do a free assessment and you just scan my network and something breaks. Who's liable? Now, nothing should happen like that. That's a problem into itself, let's face it. But if you scan my network, you find something, somebody goes in and something breaks, and this airplane behind me is offset by six millimeters. Who's paying for that? Who's going to pick up the tab? Who's got the legal aspects? Who's got all the other mm -hmm. stuff on that one? Now, if you're not doing that and your free assessment is nothing more than just going out there and grabbing open intel and everything else, I, I can kind of do that myself. So you're not mm -hmm. giving me anything of value. You're not telling me something I don't already know. You're not giving me something that I can't actually find out for myself. I've got some couple of really good security folks inside the team. And so for me, that doesn't help me either. That, that's, that's not anything for free. Now let's take a step back and go from the moral and ethical standpoint. You come and give me something in my own mindset I am now beholden to you. I owe you something. I owe you a message or a conversation or a discussion. I owe you something in return. I don't, I can't just take. That's not how I'm wide. That's actually not how a lot of people are wide. I know a lot of people are wide that way. Slightly different discussion on that one altogether. But in a lot of cases, unfortunately, free is typically comes with some kind of caveat shall we say hey we'll do a free assessment. We'll have a conversation with you after. It's great. Now I'm tied into a meeting which is now basically going to result in me spending two hours listening to you as to, hey, here's the problems, followed by three hours of conversations about how you can fix all my damn problems. Mm -hmm. That's where I have a problem with that. Um, mm -hmm. So unfortunately, in many cases, free isn't free when you really start to look at it. 
Okay, love it. Now let's talk about Cyber Monday. Many vendors, resellers, service providers are offering discounts on services today. Do you think this is the right approach? What does what does this say to those already in contracts or SLAs or considering your services but are being pushed to purchase today? Does it discourage people from investing with you when you sh- when you show that you can reduce the cost of your services and how it affects your credibility? What are your thoughts? Uh, I actually- before we get into that, I love this conversation. I actually mentioned this when we were talking about giving something away, but this is another good way of putting it. Free also tends to undervalue what you are selling. It shows desperation. Uh, can't really disagree. I, the, the desperation, not so much about it. It's it, and people are trying to crack markets, and we're we're hard ass people to crack. So it it definitely shows. Yeah, I, I agree with the first part. It shows undervalue what you are selling. Absolutely. Now, so let's go back to Cyber Monday. Yeah, um, I'm all for Cyber Monday. You know, if I can buy a MiFi or if I can buy a phone for a little bit cheaper today than I could do on Friday, I'm all for that. From a purely consumerism standpoint, mm-hmm. kind of cool, kind of nice. Services and stuff, a bit more of a problem with that one because now it's a case, exactly to your point. So, perfect example. Let's just take the MSSP stuff that we've done. If I go out to Newsbuyer's website and see they're offering a twenty-five percent, twenty-five percent discount for MSSP services, I'm going to be straight on the phone to somebody going WTF. <laughs> You know, and, and, and there'll be two conversations. There'll be one, it'll be WTF. But the second conversation is like, wow, you made an asshole out of me while we were negotiating our original contract. You had more on the table. Therefore, what kind of a partner are you to me when you go ahead and offer less for somebody else? So, or it's an apples for apples, you know. So then we have that conversation about what are you giving me? Let's just say back to the pen test 25% off a pen test today. Am I going to get the same care and attention? Yeah. Am I going to get the same level of service? Am mm-hmm. I going to get the same people? Am I? Do you remember years and years and years ago the the big four? And we'll just leave it at that. People can Google it. I won't name names because we'll get yelled at. But the big four would send their senior person in and go, "Hell, we're going to come in and we're going to sell you full audit services." And and here's our team of amazing people and professionals, and everybody's wonderful. And unfortunately, what tended to turn up six months later when negotiations were finished was one senior person and about twenty five juniors that just came out of freaking high school or law school or wherever else. So you didn't get what you paid for. Your assumptions were that you were going to get these 25 amazing people. What you got was one amazing person and, and maybe 25 amazing interns who were learning their trade and they're learning it on your dime. So again, I have a problem with what am I actually going to get for that? Yeah, so um, personal license. Yeah, actually, that one's a perfect one. I love that. And I've seen that and we're actually... We're going. We're negotiating some of that at the moment <coughs> with um, some of the endpoint stuff, uh, and Avi says it perfectly, which is great. Um, I think Microsoft actually does it. If you if you have a professional license for your for your for your, uh, for your office, you can put it on a personal computer as well. Um, we're actually going to do that with like Bitdefender and a couple of those others, where we'll buy some corporate stuff, but also it's like, hey, can we also negotiate some for everybody inside the company to use on their home devices, grandmother's mm-hmm. computer, the kids' computer, all that stuff? Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm actually happy with that. That's that's kind of like that little value add thing. You're not taken away from the core service we get a little bit of extra fun stuff off to the side. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I like that. And and for those who are listening after we've already recorded and on the podcast itself, uh, Avi just mentioned that he prefers uh, prefers vendors who on Cyber Awareness Month offer free personal licenses for employees. So that's a a great recommendation. I love it. All right. So we have um, a couple more questions. I think this is going to wrap up the session really nicely and elegantly. Um, I don't know who posed this question, but I'm going to read it out. Otherwise, I would have invited them on because I can't see who specifically. But we talked about earlier, like stalking or doing the, you know, the legwork and research on LinkedIn. On a, so can you give just some kind of like tangible steps on how to approach that effectively? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, heck, I'll do it now. So let's, uh, I'll use me as a perfect example. So let's just turn around and say, hey, you want to sell into Boom Supersonic. 
So first and foremost, you can do a couple of different things. One, you can go to Boom Supersonics website and you can look at the About Us. You can look and see who the key individuals are inside the organization. Let's see you're selling into either CIO, CISO, or, or maybe chief somebody or other. You can do that initial analysis. Then let's say you run into my name and go, hey, let's go look at Chris. So first and foremost, you're going to end up at Chris Roberts' personal profile or Chris Roberts' profile. You're going to see who I am at Boom. You're going to see what I'm doing, researcher and hacker. So first and foremost, you see that I'm a hacker. Note to self, make sure any marketing materials that you send don't blame hackers for the entire woes of the world, because otherwise you'll piss off the very hacker that you are actually trying to sell to. So point number one. <laughs> You know, point number two, approach carefully. It's the second sentence in my heading. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of those. You've got people that put in there, hey, no purchasing power. Well, great, but let's just have a conversation on a coffee anyway. Because maybe you do have it, but you don't want to tell people. You don't have it now, but you'll have it in 12 months. Just talk to people. Thirdly, if you're trying to get to the CEO or the CIO, don't use me as a stepping stone. Not a smart move to do. Kind of makes us both feel pretty shitty about the whole world. But then you start taking a look and going, okay, let's take a look at uh, let's take a look at featured. I have featured things on my profile. The very first featured post that I have on there, it's the warning sign. The very second one is the hi, let me sell you something. The third one is talking about the value of time. I and then the fourth one is talking about Amber's book, which is absolutely fantastic. And the fifth one is about you know how do we get into it. I have five things on my featured profile, three of which give you indications as to how the hell to sell to me. Mm -hmm. I can't make it any clearer than that. Then you look at my activity, which again is publicly visible. So you look at my activity, and you go, hey, today's post, you know, about sell. Hey, maybe I should go look at this. Uh, look at this. WTF did I just read thing? Maybe I could look, oh, crap, yeah, let's figure that one out. Then you look at how I actually interact with people, how much I'm talking with people. How, you look at my style. Pretty abrasive, pretty blunt, pretty down-to-earth, kind of doesn't hold back. I do give a shit, and I have ethics and morals about how I do with things. So now I've given you six exact ways of actually having an effective conversation with me. I'm kind of not hiding anything. Then you start taking a look at the about section. So what am I doing? Where did I come from? What have I done before that? Elbow deep in tech, yada, yada, yada. And it's in there as well. It actually explains it to you. Then if you feel like looking through the experience, I've done the boom. I've done this stuff. I've found it. Hey, HHS, hmm, let's take a look at what Hillbilly is. Oh, wow, it does pen testing. Let's be careful about how we sell in pen testing services. Hey, he's on the cybered board. Hey, he's a founder of the Tinkerers. Yeah, might want to take a look at who the hell those are and all the other stuff. So the stuff is out there to help people actually. I, the, the roadmap's there. Yeah. And if, if yeah. that doesn't work... It if that doesn't work, just Google me for crying out loud. <laughs> or just come to these sessions, like you said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's – and I think it's one of those where and, – and I've done it because I want to give people a fighting chance. There's definitely stuff I'm interested in. Right. Now I'm taking a different approach to how I deal with it. I'm also one of those I'm, – if I'm fortunate from a CISO standpoint that I'm both very, very tactical – and capable on the tech level, but I'm also very, very strategic. So I'm able to I'm able to go into a board of directors meeting and go, hey, let's have a conversation about 23, 24. Let's talk about risk metrics. Let's talk about what's inferred. Let's talk about what's necessary. Let's talk about the business. Let me listen to you about where the business is going. Oh, and then by the way, now let's actually talk tactics. Now let me take a step. Yeah, I know, nil, nil, half time. What the hell's going on with Brazil for crying out loud? Well, that's what's going on, by the way. Um, but then I can go and talk tactics and actual geek level stuff with the team, and mm -hmm. we can have those conversations as well. So, uh, and, and I don't do the free lunch thing very often. I'll do it sometimes. Because yeah. sometimes it's useful to have those conversations, mm -hmm. but I'll try not to do it. I mean, perfect example. I, I, actually, this is a really, really good one. I'm going to use Maria again because well, she's pretty awesome. She hits me up because obviously we got a contract with the company she works for. Obviously, we're doing stuff. They got this. They do this whole end of the year. Thank you for being part of our company. You know, thank you for for doing business and thank you for being a partner with us. Rather than just sending out random crap. She set me up and said, hey, what, this is what we typically do. What are you interested in? I'm like, hey, this is fantastic. Put something in place and off we go. Mm. That's a partner. That's somebody 
that understands their audience, that understands who they're dealing with, that knows that random crap is going to end up in the damn rubbish and then I'm going to be pissed because it's landfill and I don't want to be an environmental terrorist all the time. Right. You know, so it's it's just that extra 30 seconds that somebody puts in it, to turn you from from a target to a human. That's actually a really good way of looking at it, thinking about it. I don't want to be a target. I want to be treated like a human. Exactly. Exactly. You know? That that was going to be my my takeaway. But speaking of Maria, we have Maria on to actually ask the last question, Sweet. which is a nice nice little wrap up to to the session here before we we go on uh, last thoughts of the day. Maria, I told Danny, to I said I didn't comb my hair, but okay, I'll join. <laughs> which is why I wear a hat every <laughs> single to, time. I need to start Shave doing that when it's I put on the Shave the head; it's easier. Way less hassle. <laughs> um, well, thanks for having me. I love these podcasts. Like, I just eat them right up. So, I think this stuff is awesome. And I also liked the other session you guys did with the panel. Those were really, really helpful. But one thing I think a lot of us on the sales side of the house. Um, are struggling with, I think, is, well, I understand everything you're saying and I agree with everything that you're saying. I'm still just like an individual contributor. So like, what do you guys recommend that some of us that are really trying to crack the code on this, not only externally and like talking to folks like you, Chris, but also internally within our organizations to say, hey, that way maybe doesn't work so well anymore. Here's what we need to be doing. So would love to to see what you guys would recommend in terms of the first step of being to to help, um, you know, create that change within within the market, if that makes sense. Oh, somebody actually, I think maybe it was you said it, somebody else said it as well. It seems to be the case, which is somehow or other, this message needs to get to chief marketing officer, chief revenue officers, chief whoever, basically whoever's actually guiding the way the sales and marketing operates. So, yeah, I'm Danny. I'm going to let you hit this one first. I got some ideas, but I'll let you hear this one first. I mean, the whole the whole point of these sessions, again, I keep talking about the whole point. There are a lot of points to these sessions, but um, I create those snippets of the, the brutally honest insights from audience first. And from from this, we'll start creating snippets from the, these sessions. Send that to the team, send that to the founders, send that to product management, send that to the CMOs. I mean, it's 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 pure like audience validation uh, it's not a marketer or a salesperson saying this is what sh should be done it's the actual buyer saying what should be done and that's the truth you know there's no there's no denying that so i would say first and foremost do that um but second of all you know if you have your own little repository of research and you know at what at what point at one point i will do a live session on how to do that by yourself very in a very lean and agile way like very you know, simple way as well, cost effective. Oh, if you have, yeah, if you have that repository of research and, and you can mm -hmm. come and you can say, hey, like I parsed this research, this is what our customer wants, let's go. Like that's more tactical. But I'd say also um, at a higher level, and this is a little bit harder to do, and I talked about this again two weeks ago at the Cyber Marketing Con, the first thing that needs to happen is an inner shift. There has to be a mindset shift, not just within you and within your internal team, but within the company as well. You know, companies have to be customer first today in, or today in order to win. And not just to win from a money standpoint, but from a credibility standpoint and a trust standpoint in the eyes of the customer. So if that's not happening, I mean, again, I, I don't want you to quit your job and find somewhere else, but think hard about who you're working for because that's going to impact your career. Second, start you know, spewing the message, even if it's not coming from the top, start being the champion of that message that we need to put our customer first and this is how. So that inner shift with the outer shift, which which is the customer research is going to be super powerful tool for you, not just within your company right now, but long term in your career. I think that's super, super solid advice. That's helpful. I got a I got a I got a question that's actually partly to this. And it's something I've I'm intrigued. So, I mean, you've you've been dealing with me now for I don't know what, x number of months. You're seeing me on here. You're seeing stuff on this one. How many other leadership type folks that you're talking with, that you're selling into, are in the same mindset, thought, or how many of them are just willing to take the free lunch and run? 
Um, okay. So it depends on the organization. Typically, if I'm talking to a CISO, a take the money and run type of person, that's not what they want. They want very much what, what you're, what you're okay. describing. They don't want, they don't want the, the old way of communicating with people. We talked about it when I saw you in Denver with a large, a large yeah. number of folks. I was saying, Hey, how do you guys like us to communicate to you at these trade shows? Or do you want me to take you out to dinner? Do you, would you rather meet me for coffee or, or how do I talk to you and not one, make you mad yeah. and two, offend you? It's different when you start talking to organizations that don't have, because this is still very much a thing, a security person, right? There's not a right. CISO. It's still that, like, it falls under CIO or it falls under director yeah. of IT or something like that. Those folks, I think, um, are a little bit different. And I tend to see more people that would be willing to sit on a call and just learn to hear what, I, you know, they're more willing to go out to lunch or go to dinners, be wined and dined, but then nothing really occurs and there's not really a symbiotic relationship either way, right? Because I can tell they don't understand what I'm trying to do and I don't understand what they're trying to do. And it's just not, it's not a partnership yeah. thing. Um, where security professionals, I think that are really trying to, they're in the name of protection, right? They're not just trying to, to do something for eight to 10 months and then move to the next place. Those yeah. are the folks that they have no interest in a transactional relationship. I don't like transactional relationships. I like to, right. to make friendships and, and or uh, have professional relationships that withstand the test of time. So I don't really have an interest in that either. But folks that are really trying to they have a mission, they have a charter and that mission and charter is protection or risk mitigation or something like that. Those are people that are looking for true partnership. And and I think that sometimes why I, I'm successful is I think our organization does a good job to try and show how we would do that. Um, yeah. and be transparent about like, Hey, and, and if this happens, here's how we'll handle that type of thing. So I, that's what I, that's what I see, but what do I know? No, I'm intrigued because I mean, I, you know, I hear it through a lot of the folks I deal with, but unfortunately I'm almost in as, I mean, I'm fortunate. I got a, there's a few folks I, that are following me on LinkedIn, but in some ways it's a bit of an echo chamber because those folks are following for a very good for a reason because they they understand the message they get it i am who i am and all that kind of good silliness but that's only a fraction of what's out there in the industry and and you're always just trying to gauge i'm like okay am i completely the odd one out that's calling bullshit on this or is there more and more and more and more of us who are starting to call bs and if which case that voice of ours needs more power basically needs to be pushed up to leadership more effectively because it is going to fall flat on its face more and more and more. I think a lot of people. Oh, go ahead. No, then I think then to your point, it's it's very much a case of how do we get that message? I mean, my honestly, my thing on this one would be basically just send them this link. Um, you know, I mean, it's or I mean, as daft as it sounds, I mean, it's like, hey, by the way, one of our customers is talking about this stuff. You all might want to pay some attention. Yeah, I, I love it. I mean. You mentioned customer. I mean, you're a customer of probably several of the sales professionals who are on this call. So right. potentially. So if that's the case, people just share, just share, share the love, please. <laughs> oh, I share it. I will share it, Danny. I love this. I share it all the time. I'm just curious too, though. I know I'm outspoken within my organization. I'm loud. I'm, I'm people know who I am and I'm not shy when I see something, I see something right. But when you have, maybe a lot. And I'm not at a big organization. My company is not very large. So it's easy for all of us to have an important role and feel the mm -hmm. impact we're making and for our voices to be heard. But you talk to some of these companies that have 2000 to 3000 employees with 400 salespeople. How does that, it's, how does that get filtered through? Right? So it's just, it's more of a general, a general. Here's the other part of it. I think adding into this, it's always where the money is. So if there's a way, and I was actually talking about this, uh, a couple of us were talking about this inside the Tinkerers group. And I'm going to start sharing. I had actually, I realized I haven't shared these links inside Tinkerers, but we need to get these inside the Tinkerers groups because that's three or four, uh, 300 or so of us inside there. But this, the other part, the other place to send this out to is the VC, the angel and VC community, vulture capital mm -hmm. community. Because again, if they're handing money to, let's say me and saying, hey, go forth and, and get market share, P.S. Get market share carefully because this large six foot three hairy purple bearded thing's going to be breathing down your neck. P.S. Watch this and learn mm -hmm. from it. That's a hell of a message when somebody's handing you money. So I'm wondering if there's a way of actually affecting change by basically hitting the money. Yep. P.S. 
stay tuned, VCs, because Audience <laughs> First might be coming out with something really cool, courtesy of Dimitri and the rest of the CISOs who are oh, awesome. part of part of the mission. So um, shameless plug. But yes, Love that's it. true. Agree. Uh, cool. I do have a hit at the top of the hour. That's probably All right. many of us do. Likewise, likewise. Uh, Maria, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, come back next you. week. Um, all right. Last thing before we head off. One thing you want to impart in the audience today, Chris. Uh, I'm actually going to I'm going to kidnap Kent. Kent actually said it perfectly, and I can't say it any better, which is research your client like you're researching a new job. I think that's a really, really nice way to put it. You know, it's yep. that cursory, superficial research <laughs> doesn't pass muster you know if you're looking at a job you're gonna if you're doing it properly you're gonna be looking at everything you're gonna look at glass door behind the scenes front on all this other stuff so shout out to kent on that one just a, a perfect way of putting it thank you awesome yeah and i will sign off today by quoting the mr roberts treat me like a human before you take my money thank you thank you very much everybody we loved having you on. Come back same time next week. We will see you then. We are Thanks, out. everybody. Take care.